This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, so there's these two guys, Alex and Stephen Kendrick. The Kendrick brothers. They grew up in Athens, Georgia, made little 8mm movies when they were kids. They went to seminary, they got ordained as ministers, and they started working at Sherwood Baptist Church in Albany, Georgia. And they were media pastors, so that means they made videos for the church, which I presume the videos were fine, but my guess is, and this is coming from my experience with people who've worked at churches and video ministry, myself included, that they're probably just frustrated filmmakers who'd rather be doing movies than making animations for the pastor's new sermon series or whatever. So they started using, this is kind of a brilliant move, they started using church resources to make movies. They raised money within the congregation for the budget and they used congregation members as volunteer casting crew. They worked for free. So they made a couple movies that were really profitable. Then, as the story goes, in 2007 they started praying for months and months for what to do next. What was their next movie going to be? And it came to them that it was going to be a drama about a man and a woman in a bad marriage reconciling. And that movie was Fireproof. And Fireproof was the biggest budget movie for them at that point in their lives. It was 500 grand for the budget, which was five times more than the last one they made, as was the pattern. And again, they used church resources. They made it with over a thousand volunteer cast and crew. All these people working for free, for fun. And this was a huge financial smash for them. It was such a commercial success, even if it wasn't a critical one. It grossed over $33 million theatrically. It was the number one independent movie of 2008. And then it sold another three and a half million copies on DVD. And the book tie-in, The Love Dare, which we're going to talk about, was a bestseller. That sold over three million copies too. So Fireproof was this seminal moment for the Christian film industry. It was huge. If you were in church or around church or, you know, within 100 yards of a marriage conference, you would probably heard of Fireproof. So on to with this. This is a quote. Film and visual entertainment are a pervasively important part of our culture and extremely significant influence on the way our society operates. People in the film industry don't want to accept the responsibility that they had a hand in the way the world is loused up. But for better or worse, the influence of the church, which used to be all-powerful, has been usurped by film. Films and television tell us the way we conduct our lives, what is right and wrong. And that wasn't a quote from a pastor or a Christian filmmaker or some Calvinist blogger. That was a quote from George Lucas, the guy behind Star... I want to say Trek, Stargate, something, whatever. But I don't think it's that big a stretch to say, yeah, movies and television are super influential in our lives and shape our mindsets in a profound way. So it makes sense that a couple of pastors would want to take back the throne with the drama about saving a covenant relationship through the power of God. So we watch Fireproof, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Caroline. I'm Kevin. And we're here to have a little good, good Christian, Christian fun. Uh. No, I wasn't doing a sexy thing. I <laughs> oh, promise. Those were like a crazy crowd. I promise. A crazy crowd time. <laughs> Folks, welcome to the show. This Hi. is the show. 
where we talk about Christian pop culture. Not to bash on it necessarily. No. Not to proselyte proselytize to you yeah you know we're not gonna convert you we're not gonna make you go to church but also if you're a believer we're not gonna keep you from going to church we're not gonna block the church parking lot yeah we're We're not here to church block you (laughs) yeah you don't want a church you don't want a god block you (laughs) (laughs) no but this is a show we talk about christian movies pop culture which are movies, <laughs> pop culture, which are movies. Help me. I'm music, trying to pop books, co- There we go. Music, speakers. books. All oh, the gosh. Speakers, maybe sneakers, Christian sneakers. sneakers. Caroline, how's yeah. your heart? My heart's good. Yeah. Uh, it was a great Labor Day weekend. Put some hot dogs on the grill. We really dated this podcast. Good time. <laughs> I don't know exactly when this happened now. As we record, we are on the eve of episode one. Yeah. Katie Hudson oh. releasing and finding out if any of you care about this podcast in the slightest. The air is electric right now. There's an energy here before the disappointment can. that mm-hmm. comes. Yeah, and it's kind. Of, it, Christmas Eve. Can you beat? Christmas Eve? Does Christmas ever beat the feeling of Christmas Eve? The uh, Christmas Eve, you mean? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Xmas Eve, as the world <gasps> no. and culture would call it. My heart's good. Thanks oh. for asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, today's piece of pop culture, this is an interesting one because for a lot of these, maybe you and I will have some sort of nostalgic yes. attachment to it. We grew up with it. For this, I have zero <laughs> nostalgic I, I never saw it either, but I do remember it coming out, and I remember my Christian school being in a bit of a fervor about it. Was, it. it was a seismic moment yeah, for Christian was, movies. Yeah. I mean, it honestly was because of the financials and the Kirky Cam factor. <laughs> I mean, he's so weird. They should call him Quirk Cameron. Quirky Cam. Right? But guys, this is a special piece of pop culture, so it requires a special guest That's to go right. along with it. And we're going to have our first guest today and let's introduce him right now oh here we go (laughs) there's a lot of build-up you may know him from twitter or vine or the internet (laughs) ladies and gentlemen give it up for anthony (laughs) trolley wow yeah he's here how do you feel i Sing your praise to the Lord. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to. I've never heard this song. Oh, so I'm like, turn the music down. Turn it up. Oh, I, is this ABBA? Who is this? Yeah. This is Amy Grant with "Sing Your Praise to the Lord." Wow, wow. it's got a real ABBA vibe. I did feel like ABBA. Me, me likey. Yeah. Let's just go down dig. to. Me likey. Yeah. Okay. I dig. (laughs) My wife. I dig the tunes. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, Don't you mean my wife? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I am. Wow. Anthony, thank you for joining us on Good Christian Fun. Yeah. How long Uh, have you been? A Bible-believing, God-fearing Christian. We know born you again. To be. Saved. Wow! Go to church every Sunday. Um, read your Bible every day. Say your prayers. What chapter of the Bible other. are you on? What's right. your favorite book of the Bible? <laughs> uh, Genesis, because of the rock band Genesis. Unless I'm big Phil <laughs> Collins fan. Oh, you know what? Better reasons than most of us um, have. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, Genesis 1, God made the heavens in the air tonight. <laughs> it's oh it's almost a joke. It's almost there. It hurts. We're going to workshop it for the next three okay. hours. Uh, and then we'll <laughs> restart this, this podcast. Kevin's joke workshop this podcast. Is it. Welcome. Anthony, what is your faith background? Um, 
raised Catholic um, from like an Italian family. Also, my mom's side is Cuban. My dad's side is Italian. And so it's like pretty pretty Catholic. And then um, then the only way I can explain it is like the whole spotlight thing happened. And then they were like, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. no, not to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. If I just laid that on to you. What so, a way to so introduce Catholic. that. That is, that is <laughs> I, innuendo, guys. So then, uh, you know, no big deal. But I just I got spotlighted. And um, <laughs> no, no, poor buddy. Oh, uh, Okay, that and, came out, um, and your parents. No, but in a way, we everyone got spotlighted. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. but I was going to like CCD, which is um, it's Latin for something, but it's basically like Catholic school after school. So I'd right. have to go to school, like my own school, yes. and then my parents would like drop me off at this catholic church and my friend's mom would like teach us about the you know the bible and things like that and i was like okay did but you like it uh it was fun it was a lot of coloring <laughs> you know <laughs> i i had my fun. that is fun it is a lot of coloring and a lot of like watching like cartoons about jesus and stuff and do you remember was really phoning it in <laughs> I, remember, I remember one time instead of playing hangman she put a cross up and we played like, are you kidding me jesus. And i was like i don't know how do you play that? It's uh, just, there's, you just, you, instead of, there's a, five letters, J-E-S-U-S, and you just fill them out. <laughs> no, 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 no. She put a cross on the board. You're playing okay. hangman. And instead oh, of so it's just hanging the... a man, the man is Jesus. Oh, boy. That I know. Just is... to remind her uh, that he died for our sins. <laughs> Your fun and games like, put him on the cross. It's, <laughs> it's like, if you went back in time, like, could I save Jesus? It's like, only one thing. Gets... The age-old question, yeah. could I go back in time and save Jesus? <laughs> He's like, this is something. It's the two two things. One, would you go back and kill baby Hitler? Two, would you go back and save adult Jesus? Here's the funny thing. I was thinking about that the other day of like... Jesus, you you don't have to do this. We gotta get you out of here. Jesus is like... It's my time. He's like, no, you're 33 years old. 33, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got it. Yeah, that's and, um, and, uh, <laughs> and I got to have it. He's like, this is my time, man. It's going to be cool. Like, later on, I'm telling you, like, did Kurt Cobain die? Or was that 27? Kurt Cobain was in his 20s. Belushi and Farley died at 33. Oh, really? Around, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, this is going to be yep. important later. Don't worry. Bye. Um, and then it, the, 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 the passion happened. Uh, I love it. Kirk Cameron would make this movie. Yeah, oh, he would. He would. He did a saving Christmas suit. Saving, saving Jesus. Lo- lose the this mask. This time just we save him. Where, what's your faith like now, Anthony? Um, How do you stand on things? Well, like two words, uh, pretty much like hail Satan is where I'm at. Um, Long live wow. the dark lords. No, 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 no. Okay, this so this is, is what happened. This is what happened. I went off on a tangent. This is what we do. Yeah. But um, I, so my parents took us out of church and then I decided to start going to like youth group i was like this is cool like i really oh. like this this is fun and it's a cool way to like hang out with friends and i i get i'm on board with like what a lot of people are saying uh-huh. there was one time i was like really uncomfortable um which was like um i i remember being like 13 and this guy was like hey you guys um want to get spotlit well <laughs> actually well <laughs> oh no really no, no. 
I just hit me. I'm hit me. so sorry. I had to re- it's okay. I had it's to redefine safe. spotlight in my head. And it was like, no, 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 no. Um, but I started going youth group. And long story short, uh, I grew up in California. The big Prop 8 thing happened. Oh, right, um, yeah. And I remember like I was like part of this church where everyone, it was like kind of, it was like 75% like, yeah, don't let gays get married. And I was like, what? And that was the first time I ever like questioned my faith. And I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want right. to be a part of a group that like hates people by any means. And I'm not saying all Christians feel that way about um, gay marriage. I think not most any. of them are pretty much on board at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're still, it doesn't matter. But the point is, like, it was the first time where I was like, wait a second. I need to think about my own views because like this is, this doesn't add up. Yeah. And that was when I like totally removed myself from li- religion. Uh, and uh, to this day, I don't consider myself a religious person. I'm not atheist because I think that they're just like, um, you know, I, I. it's not even like I can't commit to it. It's more just like I don't like the idea of telling somebody else that they're wrong. And I think that like, mm. um, for example, like I think that there's parts of like Buddhism that are uh, incredible. And I think that there's parts of Christianity that are amazing. I mean, like some of my greatest life lessons come from fireproof. Fireproof. <laughs> I was going to say that. You jerk. Uh, no. But, um, but, but I do think that like, um, um, you know, I think that spirituality does come from within. And so I'm not just, I'm not just, trying to force it like everyone's going to church i gotta go to church it's more like um when i find it i'll find it again and um, i'm not ruling it out yeah and and it's certainly like uh, i think each one has guidelines religion keeps like it it makes people it empowers people in a lot of really great ways and um and i think like if that is your thing that's your thing and like uh like people always give mormons a bad rap uh, they're like oh it's a cult and i'm like no people people dig that they're, they're really into that thing yeah. and like that's makes them happy and they help each other and they've got like a lot of good values and like you know just let people live let them live if they want to thanks for sharing all that it's uh, nice to get your perspective yeah, well and like long story short guys i'm really just here for the christian vote are you they running will show uh, up i don't know if you looked at the numbers like, for this movie woo, but they I, will arrive i don't know I, i'm not running yet but i'm just like it's more of like the early work you're yeah. sowing your seeds yeah, yeah, pretty much, exactly. Like going to Iowa soon? I, yeah, I want this to be on the record. <laughs> this is like a Zuckerberg situation for you. <laughs> yeah. You start going on all these Christian podcasts yeah. like, you know what? You guys have some good ideas. <laughs> yeah. No, just keep on Slowly doing but thing. surely. Yeah. Wait, is that what happened to Zuckerberg? <laughs> Zuckerberg like went to all these swing states and said, I love potatoes. There's some good people here. Like It, like it seems like he's about for... to run for office. Yeah, like oh, political wow. run. Yeah. Wait, was this recent? Yeah, it was like a couple months ago. Yeah. You know what? Let him, man. Let him. Facebook already takes all my time. It already rules yeah. my world. Might as well literally rule I could, my world. I um, could buy this touch country. Your yeah, why not? <laughs> why, uh, why not? I mean, like, it's so I don't really talk about, like, religion or politics, but I'm like, well, I could see Zuckerberg. Like, like, it makes sense. I'm eating Trump steaks. I'm buying Trump ties. Mm-hmm. I'm staying in the hotels. Mm-hmm. Give the man an office. (laughs) What could Uh, go wrong? uh, Folks, it's good Christian fun. (laughs) Guys, should we talk about fireproof? Please. Let's get into it. Fireproof. Fireproof. Fireproof the movie. So this is a movie. I mean, this is our first Christian movie that we've done on the show. Ah. And it is kind of emblematic of a lot of... What do you call that? Like a 
Christ flick? Christ flick? That doesn't Christ really. Flick. It's like chick flick. Like a I'm chick forcing flick, it. But I'm, a, I'm forcing a it. Like, flick. Oh, I'm forcing it. It just sounds like a Chris flick. Like it's uh, just for one guy named Chris. Like I thought it was good. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but it. Uh, this is directed by these two brothers, Flick. Alex and Stephen Kendrick. That yes. was their names, brothers. So it this was took, made. This took two people, huh? It, it was. <laughs> oh, so many and more. It's like the, the Duffer brothers of uh, the Cohen brothers, maybe even. Of, they, of, a lot of it. There was a Christianity Today article that said, "Move aside, Cohen brothers. There's Shut a new duo up. in town." Oh, no. <laughs> oh boy. So oh. so the comparisons are there. Yeah. Um. But they wrote it together and they directed it too? They wrote it together. Alex has the directing credit. I don't okay. know if it's a co-direct situation okay. like it is with yeah. Joel and Ethan. But it's basically a church movie. Yeah. It was A church made this movie together. A, a church made this movie together. Yeah. Well, one of Stephen, I think, Sherwood was... Sherwood Pictures. He was like actually a pastor at the church mm-hmm. and he teaches and oh, this wow. is mostly like his day job is to be a pastor. And Folks, then he decided, you, why not what? make a movie? We did all you have catch passions. his cameo? <laughs> no, I didn't. He what was, was he? at the recommitment ceremony oh, at the end. Oh, in fam. the in the like Oh, guess? spoilers for Fireproof. We're gonna spoil some stuff. Well, oh, you man. would hope people have already watched it. At yeah. This point, right? And if you haven't, you can uh come along for a beautiful ride. Yeah, or just tweet at Anthony. He'll tell you how he did it. <laughs> <laughs> how did you do it? At Anthony Trolley. Uh, Guys, guys. <laughs> um, so it's 2008. Anthony, after watching this movie, what do you think the budget was on this? Uh, you know what's funny? I tried my best not to like Google things uh, about this. But I, I like Kirk Cameron did in the middle of the movie. He's trying his best not to Google oh my. things. <laughs> <laughs> guys. Google himself. Uh, I have so many thoughts. I have so many Just thoughts. Googling I want to say place. it costs... I mean, he had to be the probably the most expensive part, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he's the only one. Or that train scene. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say $100,000. That's very low. What did you say? I'm going to say this church pulled together maybe twenty to fifty k. This I was, thought you were going to just leave it at twenty to fifty dollars. I was like, <laughs> it was all volunteer. They passed around this the is, plate. Uh, yeah. One lunch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that pizza scene was actually the crew ate that before. <laughs> the crew ate that. It was what was left. This did eat a whole pizza. <laughs> it cost five hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Kirk Cameron did not get paid. Wow. Oh. They made a donation to his camp. Instead huh. of actually paying him a fee, well, that's well, kind and, of but it, but it for made, that, exactly. made oh, okay. a crazy amount of money for it like a, like an independent movie. It was the number one independent movie of yeah, two thousand thirty three million dollars, right? Um, you are right, though. All of the crew volunteered to do it. No, yes. I was a guest. It was an entirely volunteer and based crew. most of the cast, like most of the cast, I think except for Kirk. Went to the church, so everyone you oh, see in a role, like the, well, the, no wow. kidding, the silly, the <laughs> silly boys at the fire station. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's let's preface it like I this. I think Doctor Gavin has a real Gavin has star power. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's preface it like this. I think generally, it's gonna be an interesting journey. Here's what I learned while watching this movie. Okay, for this podcast, yes, you watch it with your husband, right? You watch it with Nasty Nate, Nasty mm-hmm. Nate. I watched it by myself, which I regret. <laughs> I need to Are watch. Are you okay? Well, I need to watch these movies with people, I think. Why it did help me. I watched it solo twice. And, twice? Uh, you watched twice. it twice? You're, I like wow, to, what work you put well, into this. Because I watch it once to get like a feel, and then I'm like, that was crazy, right? And then I go back, I'm like, yeah, that was, that was definitely crazy. <laughs> 
Um, like, like I thought, right, I mean, I didn't catch it the first time because I was like, maybe this will come up later. But I loved how the intro scene is like, Mommy, I want to marry Daddy. He's a fireman. That never comes up. They don't explain no, who those voices are. I thought that was going to tie Mommy, back to it. I want to marry Daddy. Oh, you do. Catherine, you can't marry Daddy. He's my husband. Well, when we're done being married, can I have him? It didn't never like be do done. anything You'll except make me else. writhe. Yeah. Right. So the the opening shot is just pictures in this little girl's and, like, room and like teddy yeah. bears panning across Can them. Can I marry Daddy? I was like, we have like a Freudian thing, oh, Freudian thing going the, on. The parental boundaries with the kids <laughs> in this movie are so whack and oh, out of the place. Nuts. And this, I realized, like they didn't think this was weird at all. They thought this no. just sets up Catherine for wanting, I guess, a dream marriage to her daddy. I, I, I think. Kirk wants to be married to his daddy too, and we'll get into that. Uh, Wait, you you think he wants to marry his daddy? She said we'll get into it. With his daddy in that forest. Uh, Okay, so just an overall (laughs) plot synopsis. Actually, you know what? We should just play the trailer, right? Would that be a good way to kind of see what the? I don't know. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. You're you're vetoing it. (laughs) Two against one. You guys guys came in with a strong opinion. Now let's watch the official trailer for the 2008 movie Fireproof. Oh boy! It's rated PG. They got that. Oh, what was that for? Official. What was the G for? What was the pornography for? for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, let's go. Memo, Captain Hope from the Albany Fire Department. But we're gonna get you out of here. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Two, three. Newspaper called me twice wanting an interview. Seems I'm a hero with everybody in the world except my wife. Oh, I'm going into a burning building to save people you don't even know, but you're going to let your own marriage just burn to the ground. <clears throat> Beautiful. Mm. Catherine and I were the creators of Facing the Giants. But today, we're two very different people. We fight more than we do anything else. A real man's got to be a hero to his wife before he can be to anybody else. Or he ain't a real man. She's probably whining to her friends. I can see him all right now having some sort of group hug. It's going to be him. all right. You'll get through this. Yeah. All you need to make Comedy. marriage work is a little romance. That comes from right here. Man, that's easy he to say. never been there. <laughs> We're done, Dad. I am not going to keep doing this. How far would you go? to hold off on the divorce for 40 days. To keep a promise. I'm going to send you something in the mail. Take one day at a time, then see what happens. <laughs> How Every much would you sacrifice? Adding a new concept to the way I treat her. My advice is go all out. To save your marriage. In the last few days, he has fixed me coffee, bought me these pitiful flowers, and just now called just to see if I'm doing okay. Up to this point, my heart's not been in it. This is a long trailer. I feel like I'm getting five minutes to go. This was this is a better movie experience because you can't give her what you don't. It moved better. Got a big God to teach you how to be good. I feel like I've seen this. Follow your heart. You gotta lead your heart. No love is not a fire. It's a fire. You need to prove it. Fireproof. Never leave your partner behind. Just like these flames coming out of nowhere. (laughs) Fireproof. Now, Uh, never leave your partner behind. If you saw that, I think you would assume something more like backdraft and less like what the movie actually is, which is two firefighting scenes. And then a a lot of marriage stuff. A lot of marriage stuff and a lot of like. Is this a student (laughs) film? Is this a student film? Like, whose parents paid for this? Okay. This movie. Is 
It's low budget, okay? Sure. It's volunteer LB. Based. So, so there's a lot to talk about there, and it's hilarious. And there's a lot. But they're you- trying so hard. <laughs> and part of me is like, wants to give them kudos for their church making yeah. this movie that they got no, Cameron in. Honestly, basically, this is the equivalent of the yearly pageant that your local church would do. This is exactly a nativity how it scene. It felt like. The entire movie to me felt like a church skit or like a yeah. series of videos that show at like a marriage camp. You know, and on that scale, it's amazing. This is the greatest church sketch Honestly, ever. It's definitely like a big step up from uh, the nativity scene classics. Like, sure. Right, right, right. right. Yes. By the way, my brother played Joseph one time and there's a home video of him just picking his nose. The entire <laughs> thing. That's so funny. I played Mary in a nativity oh, scene one time. And you were picking your butt the whole time. And I was dead. No. What? She's praying. Oh, with my boy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There it is. You got me. I did think that Mary was like, (laughs) I thought that was such like a starring role. Like, I'm the most beautiful woman in this story. Mother of God. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) And and then Jesus shows up and takes all the glory. So, (laughs) this was an intentional move. I was listening to an interview with one of the Kendrick brothers. Mm-hmm. Huh? Kendrick brothers. Yeah. And they said they <laughs> <Great>. wanted to <laughs> market it to men. Because they're like, Seriously? They were like, we wanted this to connect with men, but if we called it the Love Dare, they'd think it's like a notebooky chick flick. Oh my thing. gosh. Yeah, it's so not obvious it from this movie that, yeah, it's a very sexist Whoa. movie. <laughs> it's sexist, right? Like, yes. there are sexist elements yes. in this movie. Uh, there's like, there's a lot going on on <laughs> both sides. Like, I felt like, as I a, don't like the phrase both sides. Oh, on many sides. <laughs> on many sides. Uh, no, but because I was watching it and like Kirk Cameron's character, I'm watching him and I'm like, I'm like, why do I dislike this guy so much? I mean, he's, honestly, he no, was a more of a jerk Cameron. He's in the, this movie. he's like a skulking teenager through the that, entire movie. That's exactly what I was literally what I wrote down. Oh, was you like, did, yeah. It, it hits me. He's like, first of all, his mom's on the phone and he'll be like, and she'll be like, yeah. um, hey, I have some advice. He's like, God, can you believe I came <laughs> out of this woman? Why don't you respect me? <laughs> Dad, make her shut up. Like, like I want to swear. Can I swear? <laughs> because, yes, you may. Like, if this had been a non-Christian movie, like, this is the equivalent. Like, somebody who's, like, listening and who's like, uh, this this earmuffs for anybody who's not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's, who's ready for some bad words. Kids, run. But literally, run. the equivalent of like of, like, his mom going, like, hey, you can always talk to me if you need anything. He's like, shut the f- God, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and you're exact, like, oh my God, like stop. that level Please. of like, stop, I don't. Un- and then asked for anger. So, and then on top of that, he has like a <laughs> porn addiction, um, which is, I was like, this is a 13 year old boy. Yeah. So let's, let's yeah, back it up a little bit. Give a, a little point. overview. Dreaming about boats. <laughs> <laughs> there is one scene where a guy is talking to his nice wife and having a good marriage and it pans over to Kurt Cameron in the firehouse and he's reading a boat magazine. Yeah. And then he like turns it vertically like there's a centerfold oh, boat in the magazine. So well, that's like an airplane sight gag. So well that's like a, okay so so th- I, we should explain really quick. Um, Just uh, the plot. Okay. Well yeah explain Kurt, the plot please. Okay yeah. Catherine and Caleb have been married for an unspecified seven amount of time. Years. Seven Okay, seven years specified. Mm-hmm. Yep. Their marriage is in trouble. Why? Because uh, Catherine, the word that gets brought up a bunch, doesn't respect Caleb. Right. And Caleb Ooh. isn't attentive to his wife's needs. And he's like, 
at home J and O all day. Apparently, <laughs> J and O, which they never say. They are very delicate about the language because it's a PG. But I think they wanted it to be applicable, right? Yeah. And that's like a it's a very every man's battle situation. So he's struggling through this, and all we see of them ever is them fighting, and then we get the well, reconciliation. It's, it's funny though because we get all the problems like right out of the gate because right out of there because. There's so much. What do what they call that kind of dialogue where it's just like they just get exposition, exposition, yeah. exactly. Where it, it just immediately Catherine like <laughs> Catherine comes in and she's like, "You want your boat? You you watch all the dirty things on the internet? You watch like literally like out of nowhere, out of nowhere, she's, he's, nowhere." He's, she and then and he's like, "You never get my laundry." Yeah, it was and, weird. Yeah. Um, so there's that problem, okay? And then Caleb works at a fire station, and at the fire station, he's got one friend that's trying to kind of help him figure this out. That guy out. was the best actor in the movie, Yes, by the he way. was. And then simultaneously, Caleb's Kinda, dad gets involved. <laughs> yeah, and call anybody the best. He, like, he was the best actor, right? right? His, oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about the dad who looked like Mitch McConnell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he does. Um, uh, and then, uh, then what would you say? I don't want to spoil it. Too. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. By the way. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. I oh, would geez. recommend people watch this movie it is before listening sure. to this. Yeah. I, I think it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Yeah. But um, uh, getting back into more problems, like I thought as, as far as, uh, you know, expository dialogue, um, mm-hmm. one of the Catherine's first lines is um, a nurse friend comes up to her and goes, hey, Catherine, how are you? And she's like, oh, funny you should ask. My mom needs a wheelchair. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we are. Literally, oh, like, I wonder that my important. mom had a stroke and needs a wheelchair, and you're like, <laughs> I feel for you, but this is weird. I just was, I could have just used good, um, yeah, it's just, or you would have just been like, yeah, my mom is not doing well. There's whole worlds created in yeah. a, like a lot of throwaway lines in this movie. Yep, like the one, and I forgot to clip this out, Caroline, but where she says, "Hey, congratulate <laughs> she, uh, Catherine, who works at a hospital. Yeah. The location was yeah. donated. Yes, Caroline, you should <laughs> so say." So she's it. like walking through the hospital halls, like being the PR lady, and she just turns to one of the doctors and she's like, "Congratulations on your cancer research award," and then walks away. Yeah. So I think we're to believe in this world that man cured cancer. Yeah, <laughs> but like she wouldn't be Albany. like, congratulations on your like senior Peabody Award or whatever. <laughs> She's just like, your Cry- cancer guy? award. Yeah, the guy who saves uh, everyone from cancer. That's not interesting. <laughs> sure. The guy who saves I found nerd. myself over and over as watching this movie. I was like, I would love Ooh. to know more about that person. Yeah. Anyone really than oh, Caleb and Catherine. My gosh. Would be great. Well, I think that the problem... I, I I thought about this on the way over here because I was like I was like why did I not what is it because it there's times where the movie you're like this is close to being like a good thing and then it just isn't something's um off. and I and I realized like why you don't care about Caleb and Catherine is because there's no backstory it just literally picks up you have where no it's idea like, where it, why they loved each other initially yeah, it, yeah. It, it, there's never like that scene like for example um. The plot is, yeah, he's trying to win back his wife um, because he's been selfish. Not at first, though. Not at first. He just wants respect. Why didn't you leave me any pizza? He literally is a 13-year-old boy. Why didn't you leave me any pizza? You ate the last bagel? (laughs) I am famished after all the jerking off I've done. (laughs) It really took it out of me. You're never coming on my boat. Uh, (laughs) 
But, but. Uh, oh my God, I'm like crying laughing. I'm going to get uh, a boat, uh, sail away, and jerk it as much as I want. And I just sail off into the sunset. And it's boys only, and you can't come. It's just me and my dad. My mom. You're like, oh my God, stop. Stop. This is getting really, I'm just going to start swearing too much. Cause, oh but um, the, the crucial crux of the movie is right. their marriage is in trouble. Yeah. His dad keeps working on him. And His like, dad is, is the emotional support that is like he goes to. He's the heart of the movie, yes. one could say. And yeah. he gives him a book that he wrote, as he says to Caleb, called the Love Dare. Yes. Now, The Love Dare, when the movie came out, when Fireproof came out, was not a real book. And then six months later, it was. And it was it. it was a New York Times number one bestseller for something like 30 weeks. So, in retrospect, the movie kind of functions as a two-hour... This movie is too long. It, it's like, oh. 30, oh, it's like yeah. 30 or 40 minutes too long. I believe how long. Yeah. It was insane. But the movie basically functions as a two-hour-long infomercial. <laughs> Promotion vehicle for, for the Love this. Dare. And There's it also worked. the Love Dare I for mean, parents. There's guys, whole websites. Did you guys, guys go to fireproofyourmarriage.com? No, I saw I that, did. though. I did. Oh, my gosh. I didn't have a marriage So they put that link at the end of the movie, <laughs> and it's just basically a graveyard of broken websites, and like nothing is there uh, yeah, anymore. Man. It's very sad. Uh, Wait, have you, are you going to do the Love Dare with Nate? But, I'm already in it. Really? I'm on day four. <laughs> really? Yeah. You can't give Build up. Build your on... wife a boat. Uh-huh. So, okay, so that's the thing is is Caleb's Wait, dad. Really quick though, yeah. just to be fair, I'm gonna play Oh, um, to be fair. I'm gonna play um Jesus' advocate oh, in this point. God's hey, advocate. Hey, God's advocate. Jesus' angel. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh but but you know, you could say this was a tool to uh, uh make money off of this book. But Pixar does the same thing. Yeah. Like they literally make a movie where you're watching your toys play and then you go out and, and go buy, buy those toys. Totally. I, I had everything in Toy Story. Oh, no. And I think one thing we're going to find as we go further and further into these pieces of Christian pop culture is that the, the issues or the problems or the criticisms that we have with it are valid, but they're not specific to christian pop culture they're not sure. unique to christian pop culture the idea but that, you like, want like a higher standard for christian pop culture to think yeah. that they wouldn't be money grubbing or whatever sure. right and it sounds like they probably didn't make the book till after and they were like oh shoot everybody wants this book no i genuinely <laughs> think like sure. you're yeah. you're kind of watching this and as he's going through the rule book um that mitch mcconnell gave him um, <laughs> That was nice of him to take so much time off of the Senate. Now, son. Uh, this is my marriage policy. Uh, oh, man. The marriage policy. Now, that's it. Now, that's the movie. They should have called the book The Marriage Policy. Men would love it. Uh, yeah. The Marriage Amendment. Um, But anyways. <laughs> they just keep trying to trick men more and more. Yeah. It's just boobies. Look inside. Boobies. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like a... It's, it's, respect book. Yep. Your little mouse <laughs> oh, I like cheese. that. I like respect. I'm going to read that. What are you uh, saying? <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, oh. You know, I mean, like there was times. There were times again playing uh, God's angel. Um, is what mm-hmm. we're going. Yeah, you are. Uh, and so, <laughs> heaven sent. Uh, that's me. <laughs> I. Uh, there were times where I was like, "Yeah, that's see, that's a good lesson. I like that. I like the the. Um, I mean, some people just need to be reminded, like, yeah, do little things, like yeah. make make that pot of coffee, Doctor. Do little things. I uh, let's focus on some positive aspects. Yeah. Of the movie. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, it is more diverse than you would expect. I was surprised by that, but also it was also very disappointingly diverse. Well, I'm going to play a clip and then we can discuss whether that's oh true gosh. or not. If I didn't know any better, I'd say the doctor has a thing for cat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, how do you mean disappointing? <laughs> this sweet Christian film does what so many films do, and I'm so white, so I'm gonna like box sure, this sure, in whatever sure. way. But but basically, like the the black best friend that's mm-hmm. so wise and sassy that that's like literally every black character in this movie. That's what they do. What? No, yes. not 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 no. the atheist. No way. Remember the the atheist who sounded like he was a Christian. Can we talk about that in a second? But I just want to say Kirk Cameron's best friend, or sorry, Caleb's best friend in the movie. He's not that sassy. He's pretty. That's true. He is pretty like intense. Yeah, he's like a he's like a chill dude. He's he's like a he's got a good head on his shoulders. Uh, But he is definitely like the grandmother Willow to Kirk's. Stupid uh, oh, don't, don't leave your partner in the fire. Let me take this salt and pepper shaker and show it you really what it's like. really pissed me off that he glued those together. That made me really mad. Well, because you couldn't pour it. You can't use me. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody now. with high cholesterol who just wants a little spice is like, no. <laughs> you oh, don't want salt, right? Yeah. It's high, high cholesterol. That, that sure. It's hypertension. Uh, okay, another little key to this movie, too, that I think they're really playing into is this. There's a Christian idea in marriage that... Men just want to be respected, and women just want to be loved. Wanted, yeah. Or loved, loved. Yeah, desired. like desired, fawned over, whatever. And men just want to be... I don't know what that necessarily means. Like, do you just salute them when you walk in the door? But I feel like it's so... I felt like that was an offensive idea in the movie, the idea that men... And I know, I, I guess it's descriptive, not prescriptive. Like, this is all men. But the, that the the key characters and the stereotype was she doesn't respect me. Yeah, that it was just, the only thing. It's so like, reductive men want to be loved. Women want to be respected. Uh, yeah, so no, they're honestly, like playing into this stereo or this, you know, like construct that she wants really a new want. door painted and he wants a boat. I feel like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's was, crazy. I mean, I feel like there were there were just stereotypes on both like on, on many sides no but on on like b- for both men and women to where i was like i don't uh, this is weird I, everything's yeah. uncomfortable like like oh, totally. um men are just in it for porn boats and respect <laughs> and, and, pizza. And, and, and pizza porn boats respect <laughs> yeah pizza. and working out with their boys and doing some weak ass yeah. workouts and i was like that was so the okay, there's, a shot, there's a shot of caleb yeah. in the gym <laughs> and he's pumping an unimpressive amount like, of iron. Nothing. Like, <laughs> he could have totally, you know, movie magic that to just, make it look like he was carrying so much more. No. No. I mean, nothing was sensationalized in this movie. I will say <laughs> He's that. He's a real there's, man. There's no escapism in this flick. You're like, these are real people. This is weird. It did um, crack me up how often you could tell Kirk Cameron wanted to be an action star. And this is the only movie that would ever cap, you know, yeah. cast him as that guy. I mean, he, <laughs> he did this to himself but, on some level. <laughs> but the point, and then on the the women's side too it was like it was like she she's like he does like it, yeah it was a lot of that same stuff like he doesn't want me sexually and like he likes but you know and yeah but th- again first of all she's a super undeveloped character as they both are i like, thought you're gonna say woman <laughs> <laughs> she could have give her a few years yeah she's gonna really she's clearly in her 20s <laughs> or 30s she's gonna, she's gonna, yeah one of those like she's gonna you know, fill out nicely <laughs> Yeah, one of those late 30s blooms. I will say that the woman who plays Catherine is a daughter of one of the preachers Mm. at Sherwood. Or the pastors at Sherwood Church. I can tell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not it. (laughs) 
I mean, that's true. But, like every role that's cast in this, mm-hmm. the person does a similar job in real life. Like yeah. the people at the hospital, I think work at a hospital. Yeah, for real. Like I think, I uh, think and, and honestly, for true. that kind of casting, pretty good job. I will say, like, like they, they got they got what they needed out of them. They sure. needed two cardboard people <laughs> to go and shout at each other, and they got it. They got it. They got so, that performance. So Caleb gets the love there from his dad, and he starts doing it. The problem is for me. I think marriages and relationships, when they're explored well, are the most interesting things to do in a movie. Oh, yeah. Family. It's fascinating. Sure. In this movie, the love dare consists of... Here's here's just a list of the first four days. Oh, of the what love dare, by do. the way, is just a day. It's forty days of challenges that you give yourself to like treat your spouse well. Basically. To yeah. to basically find love again. And there's Bible verses yeah, underneath. Yeah, or to each show line. them love yeah. again. His his yeah. dad says, "Do this before you you." It's supposed to be like a reset. Yeah, before you sign those divorce yeah. papers. Yeah, basically. like the, we're gonna get a divorce. They do have a. Uh, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> do have a can we divorce? She mentions like I want out, and he's like, "Okay, I have an appointment with my lawyer." tomorrow (laughs) locked and loaded like there's no discussion about it that was like the 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 one of the most interesting parts was that first fight where he comes in and he's like (laughs) what does he say he's like like, where are the chips and she's like she's like what do you what do you think i just need chips he's like why are you still yelling at me and then they get in this big fight about like food basically a lot of food fights a lot of a um, lot of chores. not the fun ones and then a lot of chores he, he gets right in her grill and he says how dare you you selfish woman yeah and i was like what this is over like folks this- we have a clip it would be if like they cussed a little bit i would have believed this fight so much more but I, oh gosh body out of a lake for myself. Oh, yeah, but what do you do around here other than watch TV and waste time on the internet? <laughs> you know what? Looking at that trash is how you get fulfilled. That's fine, but I will not go Jerking it. it. Well, I sure don't get it from you. Because you care more about saving for your stupid boat and pleasing yourself than you ever did about me. Pleasing yourself. Shut up! There we go. I'm sick of you! There oh! you disrespectful, ungrateful, selfish woman! <laughs> how dare you say that to me? He improvised this. nag me and you drain the life out of me! I'm tired of it! We're heading down to the pizza bar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's Hold about on. right for Hold how on. they edited this I mean, movie. I mean... <laughs> First of all, so scary. It was at that point in the movie where I was like, I hate this guy. I I, hate him. I was, I was kind of like, at first I was like, oh, I get the movie. It's like he's, you know, he's just a guy. She's a girl, and they just you got it. He's a guy. She's a girl. (laughs) Did I make it any more obvious? (laughs) But it was like, it's like, oh, I gotta work it out. But it was at that point I was like. Maybe they don't need to. Oh, yeah. He's like straight up a verbally <laughs> abusive, scary person. He yep. slams He's those bad cupboards. Man. He gets really into her face and she's like shrinking oh, down the wall. Like the trash can alone. Like he- <laughs> okay. The tra- let's talk about the trash can. So so he is like, he has Kirk Cameron. Caleb, the character, has the physicality of Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer yep. in this movie. Yep. In that everything, he wants to take his anger out. He's obviously not going to hit his wife in this Christian movie. So he goes outside and he beats his trash can with a baseball (laughs) Like throws it against a wall. With the fervor of 
a mildly <laughs> angry four-year-old. Yeah. And then he just... And the strength of a four-year-old. Like, like there's, there's trash everywhere. It looks like a raccoon went through the trash. It's like, the weakest shit I've ever seen. It's the equivalent of a raccoon, like, throwing... Just kind of tossing some things. Yeah. And this is when we meet the crucial character of Mr. Rudolph. Mr. Mr. Rudolph. Caleb. Caleb. There it is. Doesn't he sound like Homer Simpson, yeah. by the way? I love Mr. Yeah. Rudolph. Give uh, me more of this him. This is the best part of the movie. <laughs> well, there actually, I don't, I was going to save this for the end. Uh, I read on um, Deadline Hollywood today. That's a, the trade magazine that they're going to make a Mr. Rudolph spinoff. <laughs> Mr. Rudolph spinoff. Um, I'm there on day one. Mr. Yeah. Rudolph's opus. Line. Yeah, yep, exactly. It's, it's like the weirdest tonal switch ever in it's a scene. Co- it goes from Caleb's like pure scary rage to his neighbor to a comedy moment. <laughs> yeah, just looking were, at it. But it, it's funny. I thought it was funny. It's um, funny in how like ho- weird it yeah. is. <laughs> I, but okay, I will say this because um, so what happened was you were playing that clip and then right after the scene it reminded me of this <laughs> Caleb <laughs> no, no 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 sorry sorry the, the scene before that oh. the teenagers where it cuts so at one point um, it cuts like randomly to there's a couple teenagers two dudes in a car and they both we're heading down to the pizza barn to meet some friends you wanna come <laughs> sure hey we'll race you there and if you win we'll buy I, the, the, the two girls immediately go Okay, and then the guy screams, "Go, go, go!" And it was at that point I was like, "They don't need to make it." I know they're gonna get into an accident, <laughs> but they don't need. We don't need these people. Like they are street they're racing fine. for pizza for the pizza bar. <laughs> pizza. Love I was that. like, I like pizza, but at no point, <laughs> guys. If you, you had gonna... even been to the pizza barn in Albany, you wouldn't be laughing you right now. <laughs> it's actually really good. No shit. Oh, Best yeah. pizza barn <laughs> in the U.S. Best pizza barn in the U.S. That's <laughs> I thought true. They said pizza parlor. Anyway, that whole like exchange between the teens reminded me so much of like Steve Buscemi going like, "Hey, teen, how do you do, yeah. fellow well, kids?" And yeah. Then, and then, oh, gosh. well, so then uh, cut. And you know, those are the hottest boys at that church, by the way. Which I was, I was kind of like, "Oh, this is your best talent, huh?" This is, <laughs> yeah. These boys, these boys, huh? These boys, these boys. Uh, it was like a forty-year-old, thirty-year-old guy with like a Justin Bieber fifteen-year-old haircut. Swooped. That was in in two thousand eight. Though we that forget, was a hot look. Yeah. we forget. Yeah. And remember, Christian culture takes a few years to catch up with regular cultures, <laughs> so it actually might be ahead of its time Whoa. if it was That's on time. True. Okay, so he starts doing the love dare after his dad gives it to him. Day one is don't say anything negative. Day two is do a nice thing. Day three is buy her something. Day four is call and check up on her. Oh, and the scene where he calls to check up on her, he sounds like either an alien pretending to be a human or just like a total narc. This is Catherine. Hey, it's Caleb. I wanted to call and check on you. <laughs> you wanted to check on me? I What for? am a human. Uh, you know, just... See if you needed anything. <laughs> you called to see if I needed anything. Doesn't it sound like he's impersonating someone? Yeah. yeah. It's like identity yeah. theft. It's like a man like, voice. Caleb, you never asked me this before. What's going on? I just wanted to see if you needed anything. That's it. 
it, it is it is like it's like what they don't show you the scene that got cut was um well they have this like crazy scene where uh basically aliens come down and they uh <laughs> suck up all the firefighters into their uh is and, your marriage alien proof uh yeah <laughs> at one point though the love dare's not working he makes her dinner and she says i don't love you anymore he calls his dad and the then wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Before we even get past this point, sure. Before we get past that, yeah. I, 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 when I rewatched it, because I, I, like I said, I did watch this movie twice, because uh, I like to go back and like be uh, take notes the second time. Um, and I was like, why is that scene weird? First of all, so she shows up at the house, and he has this like dinner ready, candlelit mm-hmm. dinner ready, which looks like a like an olive garden meal like it looks it like, was the most generic it gestures. was the most generic i'll buy her a bear and yeah, a chocolate yeah, yeah. weak um, flowers um <laughs> those flowers sucked they did suck but again guys a lot of volunteers on this flick um, including the floors yeah five hundred thousand dollars went to that fire scene um <laughs> but no so so i was like what, what what am i waiting for i'm like waiting there's something crazy that's gonna happen and it's so small, and you probably didn't notice it, but she goes, so she says, I want to make one thing clear. I don't love you. Walks out of the room, and I'm like, that's still not that weird for this movie. <laughs> he is, like, frustrated, and he just, out of frustration, he just puts the candles out with his bare hands. Oh, yeah. He just pinches the candle, yes. and I was like, "I don't want this guy to live." I, want, I literally, I want him to like. I want. Truly, it's because he's fireproof. I <gasps> god, dude, it was Man. a thematic tie. It was a metaphor. For how many times though that they did close-up shots of candles in that house? I thought it was gonna be like their house would burn down nope. from a candle and then they would save it. But it just turns out she just likes candles. Oh yeah, at one point he does put a candle out in the kitchen say, I hate like, the smell of it. Yeah, she's like, I like those candles. Leave it on. Well, I think they suck. And I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah, Let's get that candle burned down later. And, nope. Don't and you can actually burning. buy the, um, the fireproof candle fireproof set at, um, at Bed Bath & Beyond. Um <laughs> It's it's it, it's flameless. Goes great with the love dare candle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, love dare candles. Great a real slow day burn. Day number sixty nine. Real su- nice. Nice. Hey. <laughs> hey. So then it reaches a breaking point. He's like, I'm gonna divorce her. It's not working. And then him and his pop <laughs> have a conversation that turns it all around. Let's set it up. They they go they stumble across an old church campground with a bunch of sawed off tree stumps and a huge cross it feels like pet cemetery but the christian version in a way it's sure. like you don't go down there but almost just the opposite like you go there yeah like you wanna... oh they left this behind so we could find it yeah and i yeah. <laughs> he, he literally finds jesus and i really literally. like I, I can't stress enough watch this movie because i do believe the funniest parts of it are visual in nature Oh. Just listening <laughs> yep. to it will not be yep. as funny. Are you the, talking about the part where uh, Caleb's like, "What do I need?" And it pans and out, and yeah, his dad's dad, literally leaning on the cross. It. His dad is. I made dinner for her. I did everything I could to demonstrate. I made that dinner I care once about her, <laughs> to show value for her, and she spat in my face. He's pointing really she hard. She does not deserve this, Dad. I am no. not doing Pops it is slowly walking How to a cross, wandering so away, over and over and over, <laughs> who constantly rejects me. <gasps> Like someone, someone else. This. So he's leaning on the crucifix. That's a good question. 
Ooh, get it, Mitch. Caleb looks up, realizes <laughs> there it is. Like a shot, yep. huge cross, oh, and says, Dad, "Dad, it's not like that, Dad. Dad that is okay. not what I'm doing. <laughs> this scene, isn't it? Well, well, well. No. Dad, that is not what this is about. I'm Mitch McConnell, so and I approve this <laughs> message. <laughs> How can someone show love over and over again when they're constantly rejected? Oh, that's sweet, Dad. Caleb, the answer is, you can't love her." Because you can't give her what you don't have. Okay. We need to... We'll let, we'll let this scene play out. Yeah. There's a lot to... I couldn't truly love your mother until I understood what love really was. Okay. It's not because I get some reward out of it. I had to accept But I do a, get the occasional... I'm decision to love your mother, whether she deserves it or not. Like, he was... I'm going to joke about this later. God loves you even though you don't deserve it. Even though you've rejected him. Okay. Spat in his face. Kicked him in the chin. And then God the sent nuts. Jesus to die on the cross and take the punishment for your sin. Give him a noogie. Because he loves you. A big old swirly. You gave Jesus a wet willy with your like sin. <laughs> Righteous wedgie. But what I did, <laughs> Jesus Christ changed my life. Now Caleb looks like he's That's when a little I truly open. Began to Very love contrite. Son. I can't settle this for you. And I can't get it done. This up. is between you and the Lord. <laughs> oh. But I love you too much not to tell you the truth. Okay. Can't you see that you need him? That's a weird shot. And in a moment, he nods his head, yes! Can't mm-hmm. you see that you need him? This is the best acting he does in the entire movie. Because you can't see half of his face. His face. <laughs> <laughs> and he just whispers. It's, yeah. Dad. Yes. 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 Oh, yes, Queen. Yes. You trust him. Yes, King of Kings. <laughs> Saved. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Go ahead. I find a lot of what he said to be kind of offensive. <laughs> Really? The way what? I felt about this scene was this feels like how Christians think salvation <laughs> conversations will go. Like at one point, Kirk Cameron says, salvation, what do I have to do for it? Or something like that. Like, Ye- all like the, yeah. you'll be propped up for this like answer where you'll be like, boom, boom, save, sin, boom, I got you. And then they like contritely accept. It just felt so yeah. false. And, all um, of Caleb's dialogue in the movie played out like a pastor's fake example of yes. an unbeliever. Like, right. well, I'm a good person. It, I think, ba 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 And the idea that only Christian people understand what love is. Ergo, only Christian people like you can have a love. good marriage. <laughs> so insanely yeah. offensive. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like it's, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to church and I'm still single. So I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe the Christians are onto something. I don't know. Christian ladies, fix this. Yeah, it, like, <laughs> fix it. Hey, we have a new project for you. <laughs> so we stay up all night just chit-chatting. And then <laughs> Sunday, I'm like, do you want to get breakfast? And she's like, huh. I actually have another date. And I'm like, with who? And she's like, the Lord. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, can we make it a threesome? Uh, No. (laughs) Uh, I mean, we will have to confront uh, the Holy Trinity at some point on this show. That's what marriage is. It's a holy threesome with God. It is. Okay, so I was was watching this scene, and and it's so funny because Mitch McConnell's like, there are times where I didn't love your mom. And I was like, he's going to say, he's going to be like, 
there were times when she was just a big fat dumb bitch. You know, literally like like that was going through my head because so you want some spice in this I movie wanted, so like, badly, so much because like there could have been time like it was literally women are dumb and men are horny. Like that was how That's the two it. sexes viewed each other. Absolutely. Um, and like <laughs> no, horny. yeah. But it, it was funny though because this was like a he is saved, right? Is that the correct word for that? Yeah. Yeah. Except Although, he accepts like, Jesus. comes back to Christ. He, he's implied he was that never, he like, was going to church at some point. Yeah, he, I think it was what is called culturally Christian, which is yeah. when your parents go to church, you go to church because yeah. that's You're just right. what the family does, but you have no personal attachment yeah like to that's it. like my, my brother he's he's like yeah i'm christian i'm like dude i've gone to church like you stopped when mom and dad were like <laughs> yeah we don't need to go anymore and he, he was like yeah i'm good and, but he's like but he's also one of those people where he lives by the bible but doesn't go to church and he's, he's like he could never quote anything if you're like yeah like what do you think about what's your favorite uh book in the bible he's like um Genesis, because the band. Because of the band. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it comes yeah. from. Accurate. <laughs> Us trolleys all have the same jokes. Uh, no, but. I know what you mean. Yeah, anyways. But, yeah. Um, it, okay, so regardless, so the whole kind of being saved thing, it reminded me, though, of, and I, Kevin, I mentioned this before about yeah. the. Um, did I told you about my summer camp experience. Did I tell you about this? Ooh. No. Sounds okay. Hot. So one of my friends, when I was in sixth grade going into seventh, uh, so it was the year before middle school, my buddy's like, hey, I'm going up to this church camp. Or not, sorry. Sorry. I already kind of gave it away. He goes, I'm going to this camp uh, up in uh, Arrow- Lake Arrowhead. Do you want to come? And I was Aww. like, yeah, sure, sure, totally. Like, I wasn't going to church at this point oh, or anything. No. And he's yeah. like, and I get up there and I realize like, oh, this is Bible camp oh. for a weekend. Oh. And I was like, I'm looking at the itinerary and it's like, it's like, wake up, like, like go for a bike ride. Cool. And then it was like, go to chapel. 7 a.m. chapel. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. was so early. And I was oh, like, damn what? <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> And then, and, and is I'm, there pizza in the chapel? Is, is respect? Is there respect in the chapel or both? I, was, I came here for s'mores. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. And oh, so, no. um, we end up like, uh, uh, so I'm like, wow, this is a surprise. Um, <laughs> and while I'm there, I'm like the bad boy because i don't go to church like everyone else is from these like very christian families like my friend's cousin was there too and she was this girl like my age and uh it's weird to talk about because she was in like sixth grade but uh we were both in sixth grade so it's fine yeah i remember thinking like whoa she's super hot Uh and i think it was like so i get there like on a friday it was kind of like coachella but with no music a lot of music not the kind I like. <laughs> not God cello. Yeah, not not the not the Lord I was looking to go see. Give it up. Yep. Yep. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Preach. Uh, that was my favorite so, Lord song. So um I think it's a Saturday night. It's a so it's a Saturday night, so we were there Friday, and then there's Saturday, and I think we leave Sunday night. I forget what it was. And um we're there and they're like, all right, guys now's the time like they play that slow like yeah. the band starts to just play that slow acoustic acoustic where uh-huh. it's just in the background and the, and the preacher's like guys we just want to ex- you know this is a time to um accept jesus if you're ready and i'm like 
I'm literally, I don't even have pubic hair yet. I'm like, I don't know. Oh, how old are you? I was like going, I was a late bloomer, but I was also like, I was going into (laughs) How old were you? I was 12. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I was like, this is a big, this was like, they made this out to be like a very big commitment. It's like, it's like, once you go black, you don't go back. Like, it was like that. Like That's what we all say. That's the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, once you go black, you don't go back. It was like the equivalent to that, but like not in like a joking way. It was like, how did that feel for you? Were you like, I was, were you feeling like, oh, maybe I should? No, I was like, like I, so I'm no. like, I feel this is weird. There are so many kids crying at this point. Like mm-hmm. literally like because they're they're being like saved. It's like, that Saturday night yes, meltdown. Yep. yep. It is like, this is not what I had in mind for a Saturday. <laughs> I thought we were going to like TP somebody. Like I thought we were going <laughs> to the girls cabin. <laughs> Some pranks. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so so um, my friend's cousin's girl is sitting next to me and I look over and she is bawling and I'm like, I don't know what to do. But she grabs my hand and I was Whoa. like, okay, I, I'll, cool. I'll go nice. with that. Uh, <laughs> yes. She grabbed your hand? Yeah, she grabs my hand. She's like, I just want someone here. And I was like, okay. And then you look down well, and you see a little <laughs> No, hair. no. She like, <laughs> oh, she like leans on my shoulder and then um, that night she goes, she goes, thank you so much for being there for me. And I was like, First of all, I was there simply by proximity. Um, I was like, <laughs> like literally, like I could, I, not, be I anywhere could else. not be further away mentally or emotionally. Uh, and oh wow! <laughs> and she like totally makes out with me, and I was Whoa. like, "You're eleven? I was like eleven or twelve, and I was like, maybe you know, maybe she's a Catherine. Whoa. She's just, she's just, she's just a woman she's wants a to be loved." loved. They just, she just need wants those to be handholds. That's yeah. She. I'm not gonna give too much this more backstory. This was a hot story. Well, I knew no, it. but it gets it gets hotter because someone goes. <laughs> so then, like we're making out in the woods. I come, <laughs> I come back, I come back, and there's another girl, and um, and she goes, "Hey, that was like really sweet." Like so, no one knows about this. It's like no. our secret. I come back. And this girl goes, <laughs> she goes, "That was really sweet of you to be there for her." And I was like, "Yeah, I was just." Again, I'm just, I, don't, I don't know. You're just literally sitting there, and and this girl, like this other girl, kisses me. Shut up! Shut up! Swear right outside of my cabin, and I'm like, what is happening? I'm a Christian now. <laughs> like everyone is both Caleb and Catherine. They're like, I'm I'm a dumb woman, and I'm super I'm horny. horny. <laughs> and I was like, get me a boat. I just want a boat. <laughs> Give me a boat. I got some things to do. I need to get out of here. So you were like the guy who's, you know, outside of their youth group. And they were like, oh, he's got a soft I was the bad boy who they just found out. It's like, I was like, I could. And like, he'll make out with me. He doesn't have any (laughs) I was the only one who like could use a skateboard at the camp. Oh, Oh, you knew how to operate one. I I knew how to do an ollie. And that got me so much action. Uh, (laughs) No, but church camp action is hot. I remember. I though, didn't get any. I remember just being like, "No, I'm, I'm, I think it sounds hot. I didn't get any either." <laughs> I mean, look at this was my only church. The camp only one that did is the only non-Christian in Gosh, the room. Darn it! Interesting. Trojan horse. Uh, it oh got in. Uh, no, but it was like that saving moment totally reminded me. Of all those kids crying, and I was like, this is insane. <laughs> and so when they showed, I remember like a couple years later, they had that movie, that documentary, like Church Jesus Camp. Camp. Jesus, Jesus Camp. Camp. Yes. And I was like, accurate. 
Um, <laughs> wait, so did you think Mitch McConnell was going to make out with Caleb? <laughs> no. no. That brings us to no, the next clip. No, but, but it reminded me, though, of like... Daddy, thank you for everything. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Anyways. When, when mom's done with you, can I marry you? Oh, my God. That's a real... Like, the the, the fetishization... Is that fet... fet you know, is, we all got it. What fetishization you were going for. Yeah. of of father daughter relationships that happens in Christian culture. It's weird. Isn't it? Anybody? We'll um, okay, game. one thing that I noticed is Caleb spends to- so much time with his parents, and Catherine goes and spends time with her parents. And I realized Caleb never visits her parents. One of who the mom has had a stroke. Yeah, the Kathy guy well, looking one. All the more surprising doesn't visit them because that mom don't talk. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why would you want to go? I was it's literally. A, it's I was, Caleb's dream. I know. <laughs> I was literally, I was about to joke. I was like, yeah, well, you know, they have nothing to talk about. <laughs> so, um, well, and that becomes the crux of the movie. So he he gets saved through his dad. Yes. And then he keeps doing the love dare, but then he starts crushing it. And the he, like, flowers really cares are better. Now. Yeah. And then. Well, let's forget. Let's remember what those flowers replace. The computer. Oh, that's right. Because right. he he does struggle at one point. A porn so pop up comes a porn on the screen. Pop up, like literally. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I, I, he's looking at a website of just boat pictures, boat <laughs> pictures. He's just clicking around, not really doing anything, and then all of a sudden, a pop up comes up, and he's like really torn, and it just says "wanna see," and I'm like. You're gonna like if you click on that, you won't get porn, but you will lose all of your mortgage. Like you, like I don't know. Do we not know how how pop ups work? Like that doesn't take you to a porn site. That takes it was you- 2008. We didn't know. It was a different time. Oh no! Like I knew. I, everybody knew. <laughs> everybody. Oh, the best part knew. too is he sees that and he like walks away from the computer and he looks at it and then he goes to the couch and he just says, "Why is this so hard?" <laughs> I was like, "Who are you talking about?" Widen out. He's got a huge erection. I will say when he does really try and he throws her that dinner and she says, "I don't love you anymore." That is the closest I came to feeling something when I watched that movie because it reminded you of you and Nate of my broken marriage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was like it he was genuinely very sad. Like it's right true. when this thing started. But I get the laundry. Yeah. I think the idea that marriage is work and you have to like commit to one another even when there's not surface level or even like deep feelings all the time is a good idea. I think that the solution being do the dishes and do these like generic I poured your coffee. Yeah. Like that stuff. Although, which, by the way, the, the music when he poured the coffee was... Didn't remind anyone else of a certain therapist in Seattle. Yep. Oh, my God. Ah! Baby, I hear the blues are coming. Fireproof and scrambled, scrambled boats. I will say... I'm a, oh, by the way, so you've always talked about Frasier. And I remember growing up watching a lot of Frasier. But I was like, I didn't really get it. I was like eight years old or whatever. And <laughs> uh, it's on Netflix again. Guys... Oh my God. Good. It's the best show. It's, good. it's so funny. I liked it too. I watched it with my mom all the time. Can I do my impression of Frasier right now? Please. Um, Go, no. do- Dr. Craig. No, no, no. Real, real quick. Good God, Niles. Now, can yep. I do my impression of Christian Frasier? Yeah. Praise God, Niles. <laughs> Accurate. I want to throw this metal water Come on, at man. your head. We're partners. Uh, I'm your co host. Yeah, you Are we still friends? Yes. You guys. Okay, and good. well, I mean, I think that this fireproof thing, it, well, as you guys uh, embark on this journey through podcast marriage, I think it's always <gasps> important to remember sure. that you don't, you don't leave, we should love dare. You don't leave your partner in a fire. 
I think we already love Dare, though. Because if it's do a nice thing, don't be a jerk. I mean, the fact that he needs a book to not be a dick. I will say, though, okay, in marriages... In marriages. In mergers, marriage mergers. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking the same thing of like chores. That's what they're fighting about. That's what's so important. But like chores are very important it's to the, a marriage. It's like if you've had roommates, the roommate the that doesn't things. do the chore sure. is a rough person to get along with. I mean, and it is. Yeah. It's like that buildup yeah. of the day because those are the things that happen every but, day. But again, it's it's those. So it's the little things where you go, right, of course, like little things stress anybody out. But you never get those like macro. Not It's like a lot of macro stuff, not like micro stuff where it's like. You cheated on me with my sister, or something like, like yeah. something like it, it was always like kind of tangible, but not really. It was like you look at porn and you want a boat, and it was like, <laughs> yeah. But sure, pornography is a real thing. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It was like, is that a hot take? Pornography is real. Porn is Whoa. real. God is for real. Pornography is, real. is for. Is real. there a saying in the Christian? Uh, uh, it's cold. Poor, no, not poor, yes. <laughs> it is now, brother. <laughs> poor, oh. no, not poor, yes. Followers, please tweet poor, hey, yes. Hey, speaking of brother, best one of the, one of those lines where I was like, Mm-mm, was was, man, now we're brothers, brothers. Uh, you're yeah. my brother. Uh, I mean, brother. Yeah, man, you're my brother from another mother, but now we got the same father. What? Oh, I'll explain it to you later, man. This is awesome. Oh, it but the way it. he said brothers was yeah. like with so much brothers? hope and sweet. Yeah. Brothers. Really? It was very Dougie. Um, <laughs> We've skipped all over the comic Oh, the comic that relief. In this movie. Which again, I'm sure is just like, I think uh, they had an army of youth pastors at the <laughs> wedding. It was such like, youth pastor I'm going to be the funny firefighter, I'm dudes. the man. Yeah. I'm the man. Who's the man? I'm the I'm man. I'm the bomb. <laughs> I'm 250 pounds of boner. <laughs> like, it was... <laughs> It was literally like this guy giving himself a pep talk. Oh, yeah. Can we all come to the same obvious conclusion that I am the man? <laughs> he chugs pepper sauce, like habanero pepper sauce. That was a which really would mean prank. Destroy your, your oh, yeah. stomach lining. Oh, yeah. ruin you for like days. Um, I mean, those guys were super. I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna give them all a pass because there were times where I was like, why Why are you here? And <laughs> To fight fires. Yeah. No. There was like one time where he goes, Hey, buddy, you almost died back there. And he's like, that's all right if I did. I just don't want to get, I don't want to k- killed by a train. And then the one guy is like, we're, hey, Caleb, where are you? Like, where do you want to die? And oh, no. Like, it was so. Like, I don't. Hold on for a second. Here we go. You know where you're going? Uh, I'm going to my office. No. You believe in heaven and hell? I don't know. Well, I die, I'm going in the ground. That's where I'm staying. Classic. You know, you and Michael both seem so sure, but one of you is wrong. It ain't me. <laughs> so, I don't think in... Well, no, wait, wait, wait. You <laughs> cut the one line right after that, which is cringeworthy. Was. He goes, he goes, he goes, hey, right or wrong, we can both agree that... What's his name, Michael? Uh, sure. We, we can both agree Michael... He's the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> he does say that. He does say that. He's the real deal. Even I, as a non-believer, see something in him that yeah. I admire, but I don't know what it is. Well, but I hope I find out. Uh, 
He is, in fact, the real deal. The real deal. <laughs> These firehouse scenes were the most where I realized, like, this is a church skit because I don't know if you noticed. One, there's only five firemen in this entire firehouse, <laughs> and two, anytime they were talking, there was like no background noise. It was just their dialogue, so it was like a weirdly silent. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like a station. purgatory. Yeah, yeah. You don't realize how much sound design matters until I know. you see. I a really movie did like it, this. and I was like, oh my gosh. Right. It feels. It feels like at some point they're gonna like turn to. Turn to like the camera, and it's gonna turn into like a fired hazard, like PSA exactly, video. Yeah. Like, and this is what you don't do in a fire. Hey you, man, can you, you find the hose extension? Yeah, you are the hose extension. Hose extension save lives. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then there uh, was there was this conversation where they kind of built out the metaphor of what it means to be. Well, I'll let them take it away. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> when two people get married, it's for better or for worse for richer or for poor, in sickness and in health. I know that, but marriages aren't fireproof. Hey, that's the name of the show. <laughs> Sometimes you get burned. <laughs> that's fireproof good. doesn't mean that the fire will never come, <laughs> but that when it comes, you'll be able to withstand it. Uh, <clears throat> you didn't have to glue them together. How much time Don't do, do you it, have Caleb. on your hands? If you pull them apart now, I you break either one show. or both of them. Oh, dang. You have but, a lot of yeah. time. You do care about these shows. So, so Michael I, glues, as we said before, the salt and pepper shakers yeah. together. Just for shits and gigs. Just <sighs> to prove a point. He's like, oh, these things are too different. When you now, put them together, they're even better. Well, it's and, like, no, then you ruin everyone's dinner experience. Yeah. If you want to salt your chips, you got to pepper your chips equally. Well, Would you say my marriage then, has ruined your dinner experience ever? <laughs> well, and then I don't mean to like... I don't mean to fast forward too much, but no, um, we should because we should. we're, we're really running well, a little well, long. All right, let me let me let me recap. Let me let me just get to what happens. Basically, um, so at one point, um, Catherine's mom receives a wheelchair, and you go uh, and and you think like uh, and, it's Gavin Valor, well, pictured billionaire. Yeah, the the doctor paid for it. Well, well, first of all, she goes. Well, in, Gavin, Gavin, this doctor is the guy she's been having kind of a flirty affair with. Yes. They haven't done anything, but the, nothing. He's maybe like, a little bit of emotional yes. infidelity, like hand stuff. Emotional hand no, stuff. No, not a hand stuff <laughs> on top of the table. <laughs> emotional, just emotional emotional hand stuff. Yeah, I would emotional <laughs> hand stuff. Like emotional first base, uh, maybe. And um, and so then, so you just assume that this guy paid for the wheelchair because she says, "Oh, a gentleman called and bought this thing." So cut to uh, basically, uh, Caleb keeps proving himself, and then she's like. You know, blah blah blah. She's having like a a sick day kind of thing. He brings her Chick Fil A. At which point I was like, <laughs> he brings uh, her Chick. He brings her Chick Fil A. God's food. At which point I was like, I'm on board with him again. I thought <laughs> I thought he was crazy, but clearly he That's understands. What put you over the edge. He, he brought her a bag of Chick Fil A. He won me back. If I was in bed and somebody brought me like Chick Fil A, I'd be so happy. I'd be um, so unbelievable. Is your marriage chicken proof? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> if you had, to, if you're like, you got to take chicken out, Mick. This reminds me the um, the AV Club did a review. Of this. Oh yeah, Scott Tobias had some things yeah, to say. The best he can do on day forty is bringing his ailing wife a damp cloth and a bag full of Chick Fil A. What a catch! Seriously though, no, uh, that's say what you will. It's the little things, guys. Um, so let's let's skip to the end. So at the end, um, well, she finds out that he paid for the wheelchair. He paid for the wheelchair. Twenty four thousand. Which was all so, of his boat money. All of, his, no. all of his boat money. But is his pizza money okay? <laughs> um, yeah. So, but this is what caught me off guard watching it the second time. So, knowing the twist, uh, the woman. Um, so she she goes to see the 
like Catherine goes to see the woman who sells wheelchairs. Yeah. And she goes, oh, a gentleman called and paid for it. It was, and she starts looking it up and she's like, mm, never mind, it's fine. You're like, and then at the end, she goes back and she goes, yeah, that was your husband. And you go, how did you forget that this gentleman happened mm-hmm. to be her, her hu- With the same last name. The same everything. Just been like your husband paid for it. He said, don't tell, but oops. Catherine walks away from that woman mid-sentence twice. <laughs> yep. Make me feel bad for her. Yeah, I want, yeah, just, I want to follow that woman. Like, what? Does anyone see me? <laughs> yeah. Well, and Am then I there's... They just see him as a so wheelchair then, slinger. Um, he wins her back, and they re, uh, renew their vows well, with well, I the wanna, salt and pepper shaker on top of the cake. Yeah, the that final shot of the movie is the salt and pepper shakers, which is one of the most ugly... Wedding toppers, but the metaphor doesn't mean anything to her. It just means something to Michael. (laughs) This is it means nothing for Michael's cake. But guys, I gotta break down this one scene. And she comes back. I encourage you all to watch it again. It's on YouTube. Do you know about this? So this is fun, and uh, we'll just. Here, I'll just play a little clip. So Catherine shows up to the firehouse. Oh, by the way, she's wearing the sexiest outfit she's worn the whole movie. Woo. She's been business professional the entire time. Now she shows up in a red, like, bolero sweater. She looks like a big red fire a skirt truck. Point she's two inches so above incredible. The yeah. <laughs> Kirk is Kirk Cameron's character. Caleb just goes, finally, a little cleavage. He just goes, boy, oi, oi, oi. where's my boat? Yep. And then she says to him, Something has changed in you, Caleb. And I want what happened to you to happen to me. The Lord. She wants the Lord. She wants to get spotlit. No. No, that's not true. No, he says it can. But here's the deal. So you guys know what happened in this movie. Yeah. They embrace and kiss. (gasps) Yes. I do know about this. (laughs) What? They embrace and kiss. The way it's shot is it's a wide shot and it's a silhouette. So you can't really, you can just see their shadows, but you can't see their faces. And this is because Kirk Cameron requested a kissing double and he requested it be his wife because he didn't want to kiss anyone that wasn't his wife. So Chelsea Noble, who he's been dating since the Growing Pains day. Yeah. Aww was his kiss double which i think is not people get real weird about the boundaries sometimes men and women put up for their marriages i think that's fine like that's if you have the control to it's it's literally like uh i remember there was that episode (laughs) (laughs) i'm just thinking of kirk being like i only do sex scenes with my wife So we're gonna cut to mid movie. Kirk, there's not a sex scene in here. Are you sure you? I She's want you ready to roll. for it. <laughs> oh God, I have so many. My brain just went to so many places. Baby proof. <laughs> Baby proof. Uh, I get it. Like that just reminds me of that Boy Meets World episode where, um, like, what's her name? I was almost about Topanga? to call. I was about Danielle to call- Fischel? Yeah, I was about to call her Hermione. Um, it's that, uh, <laughs> it works. So Hermione the is Hermione like... Hermione of Boy Meets She's World. in a play and, and Corey's like, well, I, no, I don't want her kissing somebody. And he's like, well, he just lets her. And like at, that was the end of it. And I was like, I don't know. Uh, I guess, but they're... Whatever. Um... Uh, I don't know. The point is, like, I don't care. I, that was, I remember watching the episode being like, I don't care. <laughs> that uh, he doesn't get to kiss her? Yeah, I don't care either way. It's a kiss. Like, give it a rest, you guys. Like, But have you ever kissed Kirk Cameron? 
No, Hachi, but I have kissed. Hachi. But I have kissed it's two like girls at church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have. Basically, the same fervor. Back I think you would to get back. From All right, Kirk. guys, yep. we're we're running a little long. We should rate this sucker. Here's oh. how it works. Here's how it works, Anthony Trolley. Yeah. Since you're our first guest, you're new here. Now we don't want to be mean. But we do want to be... What have we been doing the last half hour and a half? <laughs> Honestly, because like, I, do, I do want people to think, like I don't think that this movie is... Sorry, go ahead. You should finish your sentence. We're going to either send this movie to heaven, give it a holy toast, or send it to hell, give it a holy roast. Those are our two options. Now, I think a holy toast in this scenario doesn't have to mean this is a good movie and we like it and people should watch it it can mean this movie is worth watching get some friends together pop open a brewski get some pizza no apple cider oh get some apple cider (laughs) some martinelli non-alcoholic for me please Mm -hmm. and uh and watch it so we can we can kind of grade it on that curve whether it's worth watching with your bros your lady friends um and having a good laugh I will say this. Uh, no, not for the friends. It's a weird... Pe- you want to you be like, hey, guys, you got to come see this firefighter movie. <laughs> and women are like, yeah, you got to see this firefighter movie about uh, this woman who's clearly developed um, like a well, really well thought out character. No, it's not. It's not like that. But I, I will say it's um, to some... I, I will give it a holy toast to... It will find the right people. Clearly it did. Um, yes, true. Clearly, like it. I made, guess it's helped some marriages. It made a lot so, of money, and, and exactly, and made thirty three million dollars to a five hundred thousand dollars and six hundred thousand books sold from that thing. Day forty three, Chick fil A. That's the last page. Um, <laughs> and but I will, but I will say, like it, it, it kind of. When I was like, would I recommend this to a friend? Mm-hmm, depends on the friend, but sure. but I would say. Um, Overall, it's it's kind of like religion as a whole. Like each religion, like Christianity, it's not necessarily for everybody. And so it's almost like it was it's kind like of serving like, its own purpose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like your favorite movie is different than anybody else's favorite. Well, there's several people who like other movies, but it was like this is somebody's favorite movie. Yeah. This movie like literally saved someone's sure. marriage. Yeah, and so I give it a holy toast to that. Holy wow, toast. Okay, a generous toast. Caroline. Okay, so. I was thinking about this movie, why it's so funny to me (laughs) and why it's also just so irksome to me. And I'll probably talk about this in the course of the podcast a lot, but when Christians make art, (laughs) like... (laughs) It should be the best thing. Really, just throwing that word around ever these days. Made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're saying art is anything, right? You know, a movie, a book, a music, or whatever. It's this went from you know a church skit, which is the level of quality they gave it, to a movie. When your movie, you're competing with movies, and sure. they pass this off as storytelling, but it's just like it's like Christian propaganda light, you know, like with the story, sort of. Yeah, yeah. And 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 that said, like I think that these people are really sincere, and they gave us the best they could, but it is so poor quality that it's like we should do better than this like if we love god and we think he did everything and he's like the best creator like wouldn't we want to give this like a slightly better job it's very like i I realize like when you put art like through that christian lens i think with whether it's music or film and things i I don't know much about it it's a lot of surface level stuff but it's very it always turns out like a little bit more milk toast, like because yes. because it's kind of like values that you go, like, you should be doing this anyways. You, you should be good 
to your wife and like you should be like you should call her and ask her how her day is like that's not yeah it's and, like the obvious things not the like actual difficult things exactly that real people deal with yeah so everything feels very service level and that's why i think for me what just bumps me out is there is no backstory and i was like there's no there's nothing to hold on to just here's two people who fight yeah and just because they're married we're like rooting for them <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and then throughout that it's like hey. yeah because some that should be said some marriages as sad as it is should not prevail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some marriages are yeah. toxic or in a cycle of abuse yeah. that ends up being yeah. more death giving than life giving. I mean, that's why it's like, it's such a, it was weird because I was watching this movie and I think we've talked about this because Kevin and I, we talk about dating quite often. Oh, these um, boys. Uh, we've, no. been, we've been circling Ladies the circle issue uh, for a while. <laughs> no, but, but I think that like, it's, it's weird though. I'm not like, though I'm, I don't consider myself a Christian, like, I do think that marriage is this thing where it's like, it's one of those things where you just, it's the biggest th- commitment you can make it's in life. It's a huge deal. It's a yeah. huge deal. It's a huge deal. And, like, so divorce is actually, like, it's odd, but it's one of my biggest fears in life. Um, oh, totally. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I didn't want to make this a therapy session because uh, you guys Talk don't look like us. Mitch McConnell, so I'm not going <laughs> to open up too Caleb. much. Let me get Caleb. a cardigan on real quick. Shut up, mom. Sit on my lap. <laughs> Oh, that's the twist ending, by yeah, the way. The yeah. mom wrote the love dare. Yeah, because the, the dad wanted the dad out. Because yeah, Caleb won't give a shit about what women say. Is yeah, that funny? Like, that would be super sexist. Yeah. Okay, so for me, I'm giving it definitely a holy toast. Not as this is a good movie <laughs> and I like it because it's so good. Sure. But it is worth watching with people. I did watch this with a friend of mine maybe like four or five years ago and had a much better time than watching it this time around. Alone. I think because I was like prepping to talk about it and doing the clips as I watched it. But yeah. but I think for future movies that we do, I'm going to have to watch them with people. Whether it's like yes. other friends. Well, we have so many more Kirk Cameron movies. We've got oh, um, Courageous, which my... He's gr- not in that. But it's the same group though, right? Yeah, it's the it's the huh, Kendrick, the Kendrick Bros. Bros. Yeah, uh, but I give it a holy toast. I think it's worth watching. I think it's funny, like you know, just put it in context. It is a sea change for Christian movies where they kind of start doing their own thing. Like what happens in CCM, contemporary Christian music, a lot is they see what's working over there, and then they're like, "Well, let's do our version of that. Let's do our version of right, like hip hop uh, of Counting Crows, yeah. or yeah, or whatever." But I think this is the first one where, you know. Uh, the Matrix is big. Okay, let's do the Omega Code. This is big. Okay, let's do the Left Behind movies. But Almost this like is... porn parodies. Like that's like porn. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like, and, that and especially bad. But same budget. This is one of the last Christian movies shot on film too, because wow. that Funny. that was kind of the the standard. As a film snob, now I enjoy it more. <laughs> and when they when they all switch to digital video. They all do end up looking like porn parties. Oh, no. I mean, a lot of them do. I shouldn't say all of them, but anyway, I give it a holy toast. And we does can, he bring his wait, wife? Wait, were you in trying to, to say that this movie was like its own genre? Like it wasn't a copycat? It was the last of the, yeah. I mean, uh, it was like the real era of cinema, Christian <laughs> cinema. <laughs> I'm not like saying the last cinema itself <laughs> as a yeah. whole. I, I'm not saying that. I I think it does mark a sea change. Like we see. You know, the rising up, even though it's a different company of Pure Flix and other movies like this, and people start seeing Christian film market yes. quality being whatever it is as a viable market. So it is like important in the history of it, I think. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Because it, it's not I mean, aping something specific. Because it was Look, such like a rousing success, the, too. The it was like, this can this, be done, Christians yeah. will show up. I mean, the truth about this movie is like, it's a movie, it's Fubu, for us, by us. <laughs> 
It's literally. <laughs> That's so true. It is literally a movie where Christians, <laughs> like Christians, made this so Christians could see it. Sure. It's absolutely true. And it's it's like at no point does like some like there are maybe like six non-believers who who walked who stumbled into that and be like, like fireproof. This doesn't look cheesy. We have a romance. Sure. And they go and they see. They sit down and ten minutes in, they're like. This is already too much for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I guess I guess maybe I'll have to reverse my No Holy Toast because it's not like they're trying to fight for that scale of yeah. like anybody will watch this. They knew this is just for I, Christians. You know what? I would sit down. I would sit down and be like, "Mommy, can I marry Daddy?" I'm like, "I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Blart, we uh, you were that out. You guys see the next theater is anything else? <laughs> Literally anything. Anything else? They are playing. Wait, any- the Woody Allen movie? Yeah, yeah I don't care. Else? I don't care. I'll watch it. I don't even care. Oh man. All right, now Seriously, let's round it Sex out. Sex in the City 2 movie. I don't care. Give me anything. Hey, don't knock it till you see it. Let's close this segment with another segment Carrie. called It's a Balance Thing. It's a Balance oh. Thing. And this is something we'll do with movies where there are people who liked it and people who didn't. And oftentimes, something we say in Christian community, oftentimes a community group oh in Bible studies, Every time. whenever someone has a problem, eventually someone's going to chime in and say, well, I think it's a balance thing. So, yeah, like they'll state their position and someone has to have like a counter position and then someone will say it's a balance. Which is like... For the culture. Is uh, is code for nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so this review is from Christianity, Christianity Today. And they, they're kind of generous, but they're also kind of realistic. They say, once the setup is out of the way... However, the film settles into a nice mix of moral lessons and crowd-pleasing comic relief, sometimes <laughs> in the very same scene. Fireproof also includes a couple of action sequences as befits a film about firemen, a car stuck on a railroad track, a child is trapped inside a burning house. And while there is nothing particularly groundbreaking about these scenes, they do show a certain amount of creativity. You know a train is going to come bearing down on the car, for example, but you may be surprised by just how close a call it is. <laughs> okay. Because it gets that guy's butt. It gets... Well, oh, yeah, his hat flies off. I mean, his hat flies off. But that always... That weirded me out, too, where I was like... Because um, when it, when the train goes by, it like barely... It almost... It grazes his head, which knocks off his helmet. Close call. But the girls in the car are screaming the entire time to where I was like, did did his leg get cut off or something? Like, yeah, well, he what? was screaming. To, I, thought, I thought he was like bending forward so the train was just like wiping his ass. <laughs> was like, and that's why he was screaming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, this is a, a one-star review from Amazon. There's plenty of like regular critics that have really funny reviews like Scott Tobias. Oh, this is your balance. I see. This is the balance. This is a one-star review from a user. Uh, Not my style. Cover and description is misleading. No offense to anyone who likes this movie, but it's more about forcing religion down the viewer's throat than anything firefighting or family related. To each his own, but I just thought I would give a heads up to anyone like me thinking it was going to be a firefighting movie. (laughs) (laughs) I really got my hopes up. I like that he mentions family too. Well, like there's two things it's I like, like. It's like fire and family. Well, you think you would know that it's like a Christian movie going into it, right? I mean, like, how do you not? I, I exactly. If you're in blockbuster, you just see the if cover. You just saw the cover. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Which it just has two. But again, you know, I mean, rings. it seems weird. Yeah. It seems weird for anybody to leave a review. It'd be like, it'd be like, oh, 
I hate Thai food and you stumble into a restaurant that is not marked and it's Thai food and you still were like, I guess I have to eat this now, even though I'm not going to enjoy it. <laughs> One star. Yeah, exactly. And like not you, Mexican and you leave, food. Yeah, and you leave a Yelp review. Yeah. Like, that's the equivalent to what just happened. It just shows like you didn't yeah, pick up on anything. <laughs> he opens read. up the menu and he's like, hmm, looks fishy here. <laughs> this doesn't look like a burrito. Mm, two stars. Now, guys, mm. I did... In in researching for the movie, there's a soundtrack that has some of the score on it, and some of the what cool, score? There was some score. The score sounded like the original songs that they used. There was that falling slowly ripoff. I was gonna say. Slowly oh my gosh! Sing your melody So there was that. Yeah, I got. I heard that one too, and I was like, that, "But there's, and then a, there's like a Coldplay knockoff too, and then there's a cool ass Third Day song. Whoa, Dad, Dad Rock, Dad it's Rock, Christian Dad Dads. Rock. But there was actually, and not a lot of people know this, but there was a, a theme song written specifically for the movie. Oh Ooh. boy! And this actually involves one of our previous topics of discussion. So they didn't end up using it for a variety of reasons, but this is the theme song that they rejected for the movie. Fire proof and save your marriage. Raise the roof. Do the love, dare, dare, dare. As you show your spouse you care, care, care. Oh, <laughs> uh, Anthony Trolley took a sip of water you got a big at the wrong mouth time. Of water. <laughs> I just, I had to hold water in my mouth. I had to rip my headphones off because I was like about to cry. Why did you do that? I didn't breathe for like 30 seconds because literally I did not, I had, oh my gosh. That was special. That was something real special. (laughs) We got to take a break, but we'll be right back with a little more Good Christian Fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. 
Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Guys, we got a brand new segment on the show. We're three episodes in. Woo-hoo. We're like wow. two, yeah, depending on how out. you look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a new segment uh-huh. that we're going to call The Hunt for the worst Christian song of wow. all time. <laughs> now, a lot of this stuff, like in a lot of genres, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of bad. And we're on a mission to find the very worst Christian song of all time. Okay. So I'm going to play a song that I think is worthy. It's at least worthy of being nominated. Yeah. And how it work is if we nominate it and then we vote it in, it'll be this week's worst Christian song of all time. Then the next time we do this segment, okay, we're so going to challenge it with the new song okay. and see if that song yeah. oh, is it. the worst Christian song That's of all the, time. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I love that. So here's our first nomination, and I think likely our first winner. And if it's not, then this segment won't work. So please vote it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cartoons by Chris Rice. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Hang on. <laughs> I was thinking the other day, what if cartoons got saved? They start singing praise <laughs> in a whole new way. Oh, do you remember? Oh gosh. Yeah, I was thinking the other day, what if cartoons got saved? <laughs> they start singing praise in a whole new way. Yeah, yeah. No. No. People, people went nuts. That's that's a real audience. Yeah. Now there's a whole controversy to this song because this is. I don't want to be a Christian anymore. Listen, there's Hermity Frog here singing Hi Ho How many people are here? Oh, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one's good. I'm, I'm not, that one got me. I'm saved again. That one got me. That's a, that's a sold like tweet though. Just one tweet. It's a tweet. Yeah. Is it even a tweet? It's just someone's catchphrase. If the tweet was asterisk Elmer Fudd finds Jesus asterisk hallelujah. <laughs> I'm and then and then I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Please <apologize>. immediately apologize. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I love that. That's Guys, a good tweet. here's the most controversial line of the song. Oh boy. All those little blue oh, not this one. And they sing. Be the sin that 
Adults are listening to this song and losing their mind. That's the issue. Okay. So, this song is called... He can't say butthead. <laughs> he calls it Beavis and that other guy. First of all, Kermit is not a cartoon. He's no. a Muppet. No, he's That's a Muppet. That's like Ooh, calling... You make a good point, unless you count Muppet Babies. Which Muppet I... Babies. If he said Baby Kermit, then yeah, he's a cartoon. Right. But yeah. he That's clearly canon. said... And his impression was of an adult Kermit. <laughs> And I know the difference. Kevin, Kevin, your he's, forehead he's, is exploding with veins. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy comes in. How about Hank Hill and Bobby? <laughs> damn it, Bobby, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say uh, damn it. Yeah. Uh, Darn it. it. Dying it, Bobby, hallelujah. So, okay. That was pretty bad. Oh, this is gosh. a singer-songwriter. His name is Chris Rice. Yeah. And oh, this song is controversial because it got a lot of radio play, but a lot of Christians hate it. But a lot of, as many Christians love it to the point where he had to retire the song in 2004 because he, like, he wrote this whole long blog post. On his about website. It? He's like, I just meant it as like a silly song for a youth group. I wrote it in 10 minutes. It was supposed to be a satire. Actually, I'll read some of it because I, I think the heart behind it is fine. He says, uh, you know, I'm, I said, I'm sure someone will try to do that with popular cartoons one day. It's weird how we try to make Christian versions of everything. Here's what I mean. And then I launched into the cartoon song. The kids laughed real hard. The youth minister asked me to sing it for the whole church. They laughed really hard, too. And before I knew it, I was seeing cartoons at live camps. Eight years later, after hearing me see the song for a group of college students, my record label insisted that I record the song on my second CD. I resisted strongly, having never intended for such a silly song to be made popular. But then it was a huge hit. Well, I I see how that's like that's like such a funny like I created a monster. <laughs> I know <laughs> like, this. Like of all what things. have I done? Well, it's so that is it is funny <laughs> how quickly like a joke just suddenly like that is his career. Like, like right? for his group. I mean, and that's now like his, he's a popular. I've heard his name before though. Chris right? Rice. Yeah, I thought you were gonna he's... say it was controversial because they're denying Beavis and Butthead Heaven. Well, yeah. that that's the thing too. Oh, is, okay. So the controversy did start because I mean that other guy people would like. Like do blog posts. There's one that says, "Is it just me, or does it seem sacrilegious to have Astro from the Jetsons sing Hallelujah?" I thought worship was about reverence towards God, not reverence. <laughs> not reverence. <laughs> I dislike the entire thing. I'm even more disgusted with the cult following surrounding the song. I don't usually advocate censorship, but if someone wanted to organize a CD burning party for this song, I'd bring the beer. What? <laughs> <laughs> so like a lot of funny. super Suddenly, I like the song more because it's like this guy's like I didn't ask for anything. He's like I don't want to. He make doesn't it want happen. it either way. Now I want to fight like, for it to like stay on here. He goes like like churches won't even let yeah. him in. He's like, what did I do? It was a joke. <laughs> Too far, man. You didn't say uh, it was a joke, hallelujah. <laughs> it was a goof, hallelujah. <laughs> what if Game of Thrones got saved? <laughs> Hodor, hallelujah. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. It's nice. So what if Twin Peaks got saved, Kevin? 
Coffee Luya. <laughs> Give me another one. What if Entourage got saved? Oh, yeah, Luya. <laughs> Is that what they say? We own this town, Luya. Yeah. <laughs> Vince can do the movie, Luya. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Um, okay, so real quick. Yeah. Let's go in a circle. Is this the worst Christian song of all time? No. Ooh. No. Whoa. Are you trolling? I said, yeah, because I don't have anything to compare it to other than like Switchfoot. I don't know. I say yes. Whoa. For the sake of this segment to continue. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? If you have a nomination for our hunt for the worst Christian song of all time, send it to us. Good Christian fun at gmail.com. Yes. Or tweet it at us. Gosh, now I'm going to be- At Fun Pod. I'm going to be on my computer all morning tomorrow just being like, what's the <laughs> How can I get it? <laughs> I'll be emailing these guys so Mr. Much. Anthony Trolley, thank you for being our inaugural oh, guest. Yes, Gosh. thanks for kicking it thank off. Thank you. What a blessing. I came here for the grapes. I ate a lot of grapes this <laughs> So uh, glad you uh, ate the grapes. They were really good. Like King David for. or yeah, Solomon. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, the you, grape eaters. Well, what you didn't see is that- uh, <laughs> You could have gone with the Jesus is the vine metaphor. Or yep. so many things. It's just uh, what they didn't see is that your husband has been feeding me these grapes this entire <laughs> and time. Fanning Off him. mic. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little hot in here. I, I Kirk Cameron'd him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't you know. You love dared my husband? How yeah, dare I love you? dared him. How love Wait, dared got him? <laughs> got him. Thank you for caring for him. Yeah, show up for Chick fil A and the guy can do anything for me now. And a damp washcloth. <laughs> now we move into what might be. The most important, the most solemn part of the podcast. Um. We're going to lift some stuff up. Anthony, we Christians, when we pray for things, we want to lift it up. So we're going to lift up our social media handles. Mm-hmm. We're going to lift up some secular culture that we've been enjoying. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's like a pop culture cl- plug. You know, this yeah, I, I I know. How I, I've, I've, I've done, I used to do this podcast with these two guys. <laughs> these two, um, guys of a certain... Anthony. That's over now. We all have I to move know. on. I know. Oh, God, I'm making Jokes. Peace. Jokes. Jokes. Jokes, Aluya. Car- <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Good one, Aluya. Uh, okay, you so. Can, you can praise me. At ha, ha, wait. Ha, ha, hallelujah. Ah, there ha, we hallelujah. go. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Anthony, anymore. what can we lift up for uh, you this week? You can praise me at Anthony Drolly. <laughs> and Yeah, okay. <laughs> And uh, want to lift up at Anthony praise, Trolley, and then at Anthony Trolley, and then you know I like to request certain uh, things. I'm gonna go. I already did prayer hands or or perfect those perfect hands. Okay, so I'll do prayer hands this time. Oh, I love that. Okay, we want to lift up yeah. the prayer hands emotion uh, at pray, Anthony Trolley. I think praises be. Oh, praise him. Praises be, baby. Okay, at, uh, praises be, baby. At Anthony Trolley. Spell that however you hand. wish. Trolli- A specific Trolli- seven Trolli- times. What do you what do you want to lift up in secular culture that you've enjoyed this week? I really enjoyed kind of the opposite of this as I want. <laughs> okay, it's it's a French movie called Priceless. It's Ooh. with uh, Gad Elmaleh, and it's this movie uh, about she. It's it's a, it's just fun, and it's I don't. It was sweet. All right, love that. We're going to lift that up. Lift up. Lift that up. Me Caroline, that. what do you want to lift up? Uh, I'm going to lift up at Totem Spirit Wolf. You can tweet at mm. me. Um, pictures of good donuts. Wow. And where to find them. Yeah. 
Oh. I'm interested in that <laughs> the lately. The best Harry Potter spin. Um, <laughs> and this week, <laughs> Voodoo Donuts and where to find them? It's just Portland. Portland yeah, them? you just get a Portland <laughs> or Austin. It's a short film. Yeah. Um, this week, if you guys could please be lifting up Rihanna's beauty line, it's coming out next Again. week. Again, you're wearing Rihanna shirt. Sure. <laughs> yeah, she's probably stressed. It's a lot going on. So if you guys can lift that up, that that would be yeah. successful. Well, you can lift me up, um, and I want to lift up at Kevin T. Porter. Raise me up. Raise me up inside. Can't wake up. Can't wake up inside. Save me. At me. At me. At me. <laughs> Evan 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 Essence. Christians? Question mark. They kind of started that way. Ooh. We might get into it. But I want to lift up the big sick. I almost said at the big sick. Wow. <laughs> it's a good movie. I'm really tired yeah. of comedians playing themselves, but I found it to be a charming and delightful little rom-com. Wow. I thought it was very cute yeah. and, and lovely. That yeah. is a very high recommendation. Hi-ho, hallelujah. No, Ray Romano. Deb. Deb-a-loo-yah. Mom-a-loo-yah. Mom-a-loo-yah. Not a good voice. Mom-a-loo-yah. Mom. Kumal. Kumal. Kumal-a-loo-yah. daughter's sick. That's a good movie about religion, too. And like Marriage is it's tough. And then you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Christian Fun Pod. Give us an email, goodchristianfun and gmail.com, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We're going to match each review with a dollar going to a charity for Hurricane Harvey this month. We're donating to. The Texas Diaper Bank. So, and I believe we're already up to like $109 so far. Yeah. More, more than that. Oh, really? By the time this comes out. Great. This makes me yes. feel a lot better about not donating at my supermarket today. <laughs> <laughs> that little I, moment well, of guilt. Yeah, if you no, have guilt, no, but leave us so a review. <laughs> I was at, last time I was at Albertsons, though, like like three or four days ago, I donated $10. <laughs> and then today... Oh, dang. Big it money. Po- well, it popped up on the screen and I was like, I'm buying a pack of gum. Well... Anthony, we're yeah. blessed to have All you. All right, shouts out. And Praise I think up. Praises be. we're going to take it out mm. with um, that rejected theme from Fireproof. <laughs> and let's just end it by saying, <laughs> no! and, and all of Pod's people said, Amen. Fireproof and save your marriage, raise the roof. Do the love, dare, dare, dare. As you show your spouse you care, care, care. Toby, Kevin, and Michael. When these three men get together for a rap rock trio, you know that God is doing a new thing. Next week on Good Christian Fun, we're listening to DC Talk. That was a HeadGum Podcast.